Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Oh, do I feel good today. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge and our Championship Week College Football Mega Preview. We have the opportunity for absolute chaos this weekend. There are four undefeated teams. There are four teams with one loss. There are 10 games this weekend, five in the Power Five conferences that could shake up the entire scenario. But you have come to the right place. If you're watching us live, thank you for taking the time. If you're watching us on demand, my goodness, do we value you as well. But this is the premier sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting and it's not close. And a special thank you to our incredible partners, the king of all sports books, BetMGN, for supplying all of the odds here on our little show. But you know, when we're talking championship week, when we're talking college football, I bring my absolute very best. Here's the stars of the show. You know them. You love them. My man, Chip, is back. Happy holidays, Chip. How was it last week for you in North Carolina? Oh, it was fantastic. You know, Got got by the speed traps because, right, we know when you're just going a little bit over at 70 and it drops to 60 and it's dusk and the state troopers under the bridge. It's, so, dude, yeah. it's state trooper season. It is state trooper season. Sorry. Yeah. So it's the state of North Carolina v. Chip Patterson will be settled in the future. But <laughs> other than that, great time with family and obviously a lot of good football to watch as well. You didn't you didn't pull the do you know who I am card? <laughs> Buddy, I I just sat there so ashamed. I was a dog with the tail. I was like, yes, officer, I know what. Yes, I got no, I know. I want you guys to Google the name Fred Blankenship. Because years ago we worked together, Wichita kids. He got out of a ticket because the guy thought he was me before he even pulled his license. He thought <laughs> he was me. And I watch you on TV all the time, man. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> and it wasn't me. It was Fred Blankenship. He's in Atlanta now. Shout out to Fred. All right. AB, you've been working hard, kid. I know this show's going to like a million bucks. I don't need to say hello to you. But I can't believe I'm getting ready to do this. Because we do a little thing at the top of the show. For those of you who are new, call the 15 seconds. Whoever has the best week, according to me, gets the first 15 seconds of the show. And last week, my little friend right below me, with that little smirk on his stupid face, Hit a plus 720 parlay. So, EC, my man, you get the 15 seconds. Well, thank you, Coach. You know, we're all excited for this Pac-12 championship game, Oregon and Washington, but it's a disservice. Of course, the Pac-12 changes its rules so there's no divisions because you know who would have gone from the Pac-12 <laughs> South 
the Arizona Wildcats, who are ranked, what, 15th in the nation and have won six straight games, they should be playing Washington, not Oregon. I mean, who cares if a national championship appearance is on the line or a Final Four appearance, whatever you want to call it. U of A should be playing for a chance to win the Pac-12. Just saying. So you're saying instead of number four against number six. Yeah, we don't care about that. No, we don't need that. We don't care about those rankings. No, we got divisions. The Big Ten does divisions. Why did the Pac-12 have to change their – the SEC does divisions. This Everybody so else does. For you. This is so on brand for you. I give you 15 seconds, and you blow it talking about a team that's not even playing this weekend. You're right. Well done, EC. Well done. Thank you. All right, for those of all you wondering, how are they going to do the show this week? I'm going to tell you how. We're going to take the top five games, the power five games, break them all down. Then we're going to do our individual bets, and then we're going to do a little thing at the end, so you want to stay at the end of the show. And I'm going to ask all three of my guys who they believe Sunday afternoon will be the four names announced to go to the college football playoff. The last year, by the way, that we're only going to have four teams. We go to 12, at least they say we're going to go to 12 next year. Hey, Gentlemen. Arizona would have made that. Didn't even have to yeah, play. Right. Oh, a little bit close. A little bit close. Close. <laughs> oh, you would have made that. Oh, I love it. All right. Here we go, guys. Let's jump right in. Friday, maybe this is just for EC, too. Friday, they basically get the whole night to themselves. You would have had national television at your feet. But alas, this is what we have. A rematch from the regular season. Oregon, however, is favored. My God. Goodness, according to BetMGM, by nine and a half, the total 66 and a half. So as I look at my notes, Chip, missed you last week, big boy. Missed you last week. So I'm going to start with you. You love a side in this game. Which one is it? Oh, it's the Ducks. Would take up to 14, but under 10, I absolutely love it because these are two teams that are going in different directions. And look, I get it. Washington's played a stronger schedule than Oregon. Agree. Uh, Washington has zero losses. Oregon has one. Agree. But you know what Washington has not been doing is getting better as the season goes along. I don't know if Michael Penix is hurt. I don't know if he's just knocked around. I know that running back Dylan Johnson was seen in a walking boot at the end of the Apple Cup. It just feels like this Huskies team is kind of limping to the finish line. So Michael Penix Jr. from September to October to November, his yards per attempt have gone down every single month. His completion percentage has gone down every single month. His yards per game has gone down every single month. He is just not playing his best ball. Bo Nix on the other side is thriving. I love where the Ducks are at. Uh, this this is going to look surprising because you know Washington beat them earlier in the season. Mm-mm. Should be more. Oregon minus nine and a half. Wow. I And this is why you're the experts. I am shocked because if I was just blindly betting this, it would be Washington plus nine and a half. Not even a question. But then when I listen to that, mm, mm, and they played great last week. Yeah. Oregon State had no shot against the Ducks. Now, we've also seen some of these really high totals lately. And last week, can't believe I'm saying this either, but I've been listening to EC lately. And Washington State and Washington had a total in the 60s. I played the under, no issues. Oregon, Oregon State, same thing. Under came in by 20-some-odd points. So, EC, where are you leaning on this one? Well, Coach, October 14th, when these two teams played for the first time, I bet the under, and I was super confident in it. It was also 66-and-a-half. And you know what a hit. If Oregon had made that fourth down conversion, mind you, the whole college football season would be different at this point, and we wouldn't be talking about Washington anymore. But Oregon missed that. Washington scored a touchdown and went over. I'm going with the under this time, Coach. The Pac-12 championship game in their 12-year history has gone under this number in 10 out of 12. I'm looking at these trends, so that's something. But excluding their matchup with each other, these teams are each 7-4 and four to the under this season. I actually agree with 100% of what Chip said. 
I think this game is going to be a blowout. Oregon 34, Washington 17, the undercovers with ease. And I watched them last week. They are they're they're almost like the Eagles in the NFL. When they get a big lead, they are geniuses at just slowing the clock down, just making it just melt away. So if you're on the over, it's infuriating. To I, I, I want to I want to yeah. say one more thing too, Coach. Last week on the show, I gave out Bo Nix to win the Heisman at plus 140. That was an official play. If Oregon wins this game, it's over. Now, Chip may disagree. Jaden Daniels has the stats. I think it is over. Now, if Washington wins, I think Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman Trophy. I know we're, we weren't scheduled to talk about that, but I think that's also a factor as far as this game goes. Okay. I thought it would be last week, and then they hardly threw in the second half at all. They were more about winning the game than they were about Bo Nix. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, A.B., I can always count on you to look at things a little bit differently when we're talking about two big-time teams. Maybe we don't like the spread. Maybe we don't like the under. So where can we go, according to BetMGM? We are going to have some fun this week. You all are going to see how these picks play out. That's why I want to leave everybody on the screen, because I don't disagree with any of you guys, except EC. I need that score projection. All I need is up. Okay. Three points yes. by Washington. That's all that I need because we are oh. going to play. All right. Okay. Bet MGM early edge special. Oh. Oregon money line to win the game. Both teams to score 20 points. Minus 140. That's it. Don't have to play with any spreads. Don't have to do anything else. This game is going to feature two guys that are playing for the Heisman Trophy. And yes, Jada Daniels at LSU as well. But guess what? He ain't playing this weekend. These two are, and these two have a shot to do it. Pittix has already beat Bo Nix in Oregon once. If he does it twice and goes off, awesome. I don't think he's going to. I think Oregon's going to win this game. That being said, though, we're going to keep it simple and keep it fun. Oregon wins 20-plus points. And EC, <laughs> can we get it from 17 to 20? Can I revise my prediction, Coach, 34-20? Then we all hit. We're all good. Here we go. I love that. I would love for all three of these to hit. By the way, TJ in the chat, I see your question. We are going to have two shows starting in February. We'll have the YouTube show, and we'll have the TV show. So if you're in Canada, you'll still get us. Don't worry about it. Two times a day. All right. Now, I've mentioned BetMGM already. Well, you guys have been so amazing. We have a meeting set for when, A.B.? Win AB Friday. Sorry, Friday. I was trying to do two different things uh, in about about ninety minutes. <laughs> Sorry. So the reason we're meeting with them is because you guys have been so amazing, and so many of you have signed up. But now you're like, what do we do next? Well, let's get the rest of you signed up because new BetMGM customers can sign up today. Today would be a pretty good day and get $200 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $10 and you will receive $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of what your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE200. That is bonus code EDGE200. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to grow in your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. 
and our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Think early edge of the day. I think that sounds good. Right on the front page of BetMGM. I think that'd be really, really nice. Now, that's fantastic. An EC's face right there. Now, why'd you have to ruin that, AB? Yeah, why would you have why to ruin, you ruin that? that? Come on, AB. I yeah, want everybody it. Was, everybody was imagining it. That's my only push in the meeting. That's the only thing I'm asking for. <laughs> EC on the And I'll front. be like, shut up, AB. Yeah. Shut up. Coach just shuts off my camera. All right, game number two. We're going to the Big 12, and this one's interesting. Because if you guys saw Sportsline on social media, I don't know who it was. I think it's somebody that works at CBS. Had a 60-1 to ticket on Oklahoma State to win the Big 12 at 60-1. to And he's going to hedge. And basically, how he's going to do it is it's going to be like a $5,000. I bet Inter Milan, they're on 2 nothing. What are they doing in the Champions League? But anyway, so this guy's going to hedge and basically make $5,000 instead of potentially, I don't know. But if you haven't seen it on Sportsline, go to our, our page. So as we look at Oklahoma State, shocking the world, they're getting 14 and a half. The total is 55 and a half. So two of you are on the same play. So EC, I want to start with you. Yeah, Coach, I love the under 55 and a half here at minus 105. So eight straight Big 12 championship games have gone under the total. Okay, there's that for what for what you want to do with it. But the Longhorns are ranked number one in every, just about every major defensive category in the Big 12. Style points do matter here, too. I mean, Texas is trying to uh, jump some teams. They have to look really good. This is an Oklahoma State team that's been pretty darn good, but they lost 45 to 3 to UCF in November. I'm sorry, but whoever's holding that 60 to 1 ticket, I apologize. There's not really a great way to hedge here. Oklahoma State has no chance in this game. Texas 34, Oklahoma State 13. Chip, you back this up? Yeah, I can make it really simple. So um, Oklahoma State, they like to run the ball with Ollie Gordon, and Texas's run defense with that big defensive line is going to be able to neutralize a lot of that. I mean, we want to talk about Texas heading to the SEC. That defensive line uh, in Austin they ACC ready. So there's also Texas's own struggles in the red zone. Very, very poor when it comes to taking red, red zone opportunities, converting them into touchdowns. So just consider all these red zone trips that Texas has. You're almost minus four, minus four, minus four on the total as they continue to kick field goals. So Texas's run defense and Texas's own red zone issues mean there are less points than the scoring opportunities you're going to see. And that's why I like the value on the under. By the way, have you ever seen, Chip, a crowd go bananas for a backup quarterback when the score is 50-7, to seven, like what we saw last week with Mr. Manning Arch hitting Manning, his Arch first? Manning, Arch Manning, Arch Manning, Arch Manning, yeah. Arch Manning, Arch Manning. There's nothing that you can do to say Arch Manning too much given the algorithm, okay? Listen, you just spin it. <laughs> yeah. 
you, you spit Arch Manning. Yeah, just just keep saying it, and you and you'll just see your numbers go up. What do you think Christmas was like growing up for Arch Manning when your uncles are Peyton and Eli? You got to get some pretty good gifts, right? Yeah, oh, I was thinking about the football. The well, I know that. I'm just hard. saying, like, I, yeah. I mean, you're right on the algorithm. Don't get me wrong. We are going to yeah. be blasting that, but yeah. But his dad, his dad's the the money mind of the three. His dad sets up all the deals, all the hotels they bought, the production company. It's Archie's dad. It's not Peyton or, or Eli. He's the he's the brains. They're just really good in commercials. Copa. Really good Copa. in commercials. Copa. Yeah. Copa. So, That's it. AB, I feel like you set on one page in BetMGM, maybe for a few games here, at least for two, because I'm coming right back to the same play in this game. Explain yourself. The folks at BetMGM and I had a little secret meeting before the show. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't. But – what we do is like to have fun. And that's why, again, we are going to look right here. Texas money line, both teams to score 20 plus points, plus 130. We are going to get this here. And I'll tell you, EC, you're not wrong on Oklahoma State. They scare me at times. That being said, I've listened to Mike Gundy all year long, and he has talked about how it's sad that the Big 12 is breaking apart, and Texas and Oklahoma and all these teams. And he means it, right? Because you're losing these rivalry games. And he is, you know, a college football aficionado. So a man with a mullet on a mission is going to score some points and just create chaos and hell because why else not? There's nothing else that he has to worry about. His job is secure. His program is secure. Everyone expects him to lose, right? So there's no expectation of, oh, it's a brutal loss. Everybody's upset. No. It's just hell on earth. Go create hell for Texas and keep them out of the college football playoff. And a man with a perfect mullet that he once had can do that. But Texas wins the game. But they'll score points, 20-plus. You, you know, A.B., I can only say this for a couple more months. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 40. There you go. Only a few more months. Interesting. 40 is still in my – it'll be cute when I get to 40. You guys have to let me know what that's like. You know, sometimes it just, I mean, I age well. What can I say? What can I say? <laughs> I, I yet, a little bit. yet a wrinkle. Yet a <laughs> wrinkle. Uh, all right. Game number three. And this is the one. This is the one that could cause, according to AB, the most chaos. Because I just saw a, I, I can't remember who it was on CBS Sports HQ. And they were talking about the chaos uh, chip. And this is the game that could cause the most. If Alabama who somehow, in a miracle fashion, got past Auburn last week. Shocking. If they can beat Georgia, who's one of the undefeated teams, and Georgia's been the best team, two-time defending champions, could you see a scenario where Georgia doesn't get in if they lose on Saturday? Yes, I can see specifically four scenarios where they do not get in, um, and it's not that crazy. In fact, all chaos uh, happens from Alabama over Georgia and Florida State over Louisville. If those two things happen, that's all it takes, Alabama over Georgia, Florida State over Louisville, then there will be a conference champion that is left out or a 12-1 and Georgia that is left out or an undefeated Florida State that is left out. Chaos will happen. Hearts will be broken. I don't want to decide. I don't. <laughs> I can just tell you from being um, someone who is who works with talent evaluators, who has been very deep into trying to understand the roster construction process, there are too many athletes on this daggum field for us not to have a few more points. 
we are going over 53 and a half. So consider Georgia, not really up to the recent championship standard defensively. They are still like top 15, top 20 defenses in the country, but not at that top five level that we saw each of the last two seasons. In fact, it is the offense that leads the way and they are humming with Carson Beck, who I do think could end up being one of those like fourth or fifth place Heisman Trophy voting names could end up getting an invite to New York. We will see. So I do think that they're going to be able to move the ball against an Alabama defense that has been excellent but also kind of beaten up on teams that don't have very dynamic quarterbacks or very dynamic offenses. So I think Jalen Milrow, his escapability, uh, his deep ball is going to be able to give us some points for the Crimson Tide. I think that Georgia's going to be able to score on Alabama's defense because Alabama's defense hasn't faced an offense like Georgia's since Texas, the game that it lost at home earlier this year, the reason it has one loss. So again, just too many elite players on this field. I see big plays. I see over 53 and a half. Yeah, Kirby Smart was talking, comparing this dynamic young quarterback for who you're talking about from Alabama to Lamar Jackson, but a bigger, stronger, better throwing version. That's high praise. That is high praise. Now, EC, for the second game in a row, you and Chip, you got to feel pretty good about yourself. If Chip your picks, Mm -hmm. back him up. Yeah, and I spent hours on these yesterday, and and Chip (laughs) agrees with me. I feel so good about it. Listen, 12 of the last 14 SEC championship games have gone over, including the last three when there have been an average of 81 points a game. Since 2008, only twice as the winner of the SEC championship game scored less than 30 points. Alabama's played in eight of these. They've gone over in all eight. Now, they've also won all eight, but I'm not picking that in this case. Alabama this season also, their over is 7-0-1 in their last eight games. Expect a high-scoring game down in Atlanta. Georgia holds on, though. No full chaos scenario, Georgia 34, Alabama 27. How many times have we seen this particular game and the the, the time that they put it at, which this week is going to be 4 p.m. Eastern, it goes into as the sun starts to come down, and then whoever gets the lead tends to just start playing downhill and scores a ton of points, specifically in the second half, and then they allow another team, whoever it is, to also score to make it like 55 to 31. A.B., can we see a scenario for either one of those things to happen? This scenario is very live, and especially if Chip could help us out in what wonderful broadcast channel will be showing this game. Well, this will just simply be the SEC on Championship on CBS, America's most watched network, the network of stars. You can stream it on Paramount+. Plus. Catch Chip Patterson in studio on CBS Sports HQ for pregame, halftime, and postgame coverage. It's the SEC Championship with playoff implications. Watch it on CBS. That is getting clipped. What also is getting clipped is Georgia in the second half of this game. Now, I'm not saying that Bama's going to win. But Alabama second half team total over 11 and a half points. Absolutely. Georgia's probably going to be playing from a lead. Alabama's going to be going all over to put points on the board. Love Milrow. Absolutely on that Lamar Jackson comparison there. And understand Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, all of these coaches, assistant coaches, ball boys, they all know each other. They all come from the exact same place. Not to mention when you have Derek Dooley over there being one of those, uh, <laughs> what, what do they call him, Chip? One of the Nick Saban's. Uh, you know, little- oh, oh, um, Nick Saban's Rehabilitation Center for Lost <laughs> yeah. Boys. Yeah, like coach, 
yeah, that coaching refugee camp that he's running yeah. over there, Derek Dooley at it. But I like Alabama second half team total over 11 and a half points in any scenario. That being said, we also like to have fun and we have a second pick on this game. That's right, Bet MGM. You know it because we're going Georgia Moneyline, win the game. Both teams score 20 plus points at plus 165, wow. son. Absolutely. I'm telling you, Bet MGM is saying early edge people come take our money and get it. So we're absolutely going to play that. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Alabama could win it. I'm betting on Georgia to do it, but I don't want anything to do with the points except both of them scoring them. EC. What could you possibly have after that, EC? Oh, that, I love that AB bet, by the way. I believe this also is the last SEC game to ever be on CBS, at least for the time being. So it's it's you can't get a bigger matchup than this one with college football playoff implications on the line because the, the Big Ten is going to CBS next year fully, right? Am I right, Chip? Is that correct? Yeah, the uh, SEC package moves all the way over to Disney uh, after this game. So All right. Let me just stop you right there, you see. Normally, it's not a good idea to, to talk broadcast what somebody is losing. It's for a big game. Week. It's the last one. you got to be celebrated. But we don't have to necessarily point it out that, oh, we're losing the best college conference in America next year. The Big year. great. But they're not on us. Yeah, they are. Right now. No. Speaking of. Hey, you, uh, anybody yeah. wants further questions on that? I direct them up to the 13th floor. Okay, cool. Thank you. Now let's yeah. get back to business. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get to the Big Ten Championship. And no, your eyes are not deceiving you. The total truly is 35 and a half. AB, have you moved past the fact that you did not cash your 24 and a half over ticket last week? No, I'm actually waiting on a couple of foremen to get over here and fix a few windows and a television that an iPhone went through because they had 17 points at halftime and couldn't get to 25 and a half. Thank you, Nebraska and Matt Rule. Everyone that's been fired from the Panthers has screwed me. So, yeah. No, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. At least the guy he threw the interception to wasn't, you know, 6'5", 270 pounds. Yeah. And right in front of him, go to overtime. All right. Nebraska but, hadn't scored a touchdown. They scored one touchdown all game. 20 seconds left in their own territory. They act like they got Marino back there. Just start chucking it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what's going to happen at home. At that's, home. What I was, that's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. So while you're on fire, let's start with you. Because as I look at my notes, you think Michigan might get off to a slow start. But in the second half, start flexing those muscles. The problem with this game and having fun, and I'm going to keep us on here, is that you just can't trust Iowa's offense. Now, Michigan and Ohio State played an absolute war. So coming into this game, you're going to have another one. Now, Jim Harbaugh is back on the sidelines. So betting this game is essentially whoever understands Jim Harbaugh will understand how to bet this game. And what it's going to be is Michigan second half team total over 10 and a half points. Understand, Michigan will probably go into halftime with a lead, and what they've done game after game after game is just play field position, don't even throw, punt, and say, yeah, you got a good defense, I got a good defense too. I don't think you're going to score on it. But 
Jim Harbaugh is like a kid who had his car taken away after prom and he just got it back after a month. And you don't think he's going to take this thing out for a couple joy rides? A hundred percent. Jim Harbaugh knows family, football, and that is it. And you took one of them away from him and now he's getting it back and it's going to be hell to pay on everybody. Michigan, over 10 and a half, take it. You just gave EC some serious PTSD right there. He remembers that prom that he had that first date <laughs> on, getting that car from mom and dad, and then staying out till 2.30 in the morning and getting in trouble coming home. You remember that? You don't even want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> we do want to know. We do, but not right now because I'm looking at your play for this game, and I've seen some some bets that would be – hell to go through and sit through but this one that you're about to give to the good people in the early edge universe this might be the biggest sweat i have ever seen in sports betting please enlighten the people all right before i give out the pick coach let me say this back in 2016 in the first ever matchup between harbaugh and kirk ferentz i will upset number two michigan 14 to 13 as a 24 point underdog it was the biggest spread upset of Jim Harbaugh's head coaching career, college and the NFL. Well, once again, 24-point favorite, number two in the country. No, nah, it's not happening. Listen, I'm back in Iowa's team total over half a point in the second half at minus 125. All they have to do is do something, get a safety, a field goal. A, a touchdown's probably not realistic. Well, I'm going to predict it. At what point does Michigan call off the dogs? Do you really need to shut them out? No, you don't. Michigan 31, Iowa seven and it's you're right coach this one's gonna hurt this one is gonna hurt this one is gonna hurt i yeah. I want the GoPro on you during that game during the second half i, really I will say it. this yeah i had the under 32 and a half in ab's nebraska iowa game and so i was praying there wasn't overtime so i i you know it wasn't really because we had a chance to middle there which very well could happen in overtime but wow i sat there and i enjoyed every second of that whatever that was and i will enjoy something about this game on Saturday night, I think. Well, it doesn't take a lot of guts to play over half a point. Mm -hmm. You know what does take guts? Do you know what does take? It's taking a team total that doesn't even reach a touchdown mm. for the whole damn game. Mm. But who would have the guts to do that? Chip, do you oh. know anybody? Oh, coach, I know who's got the clutch <laughs> to go Iowa team total under six and a half. I do not think the Hawkeyes will score nary a touchdown against this Michigan defense. I mean, consider uh, so like Penn State is basically like wannabe Michigan, right? Super elite defense, try to ground you up at the line of scrimmage, kind of you'll work you down. Penn State won 38 to nothing. And that was when Cooper DeGene was still back in the lineup for the Hawkeyes running back punts to set them up with good field position. I don't think I was going to score a touchdown. Did I mention <laughs> that again? Like, yes, we could see a field goal. We could even see two field goals because J.J. McCarthy might get a little loose with the ball. Maybe coming out of that emotional win against Ohio State, that emotional moment, seeing Zach Zinter, one of your team's leaders, getting carted off the field, an offensive line that you know is going to be working through new combinations on the fly against a very good defense. Yeah, Iowa could find itself in scoring position, but just like almost every single red, red zone trip that we've seen this year, Michigan's defense will stand tall in those moments. Iowa, team total under six and a half. 
I'm going to let that resonate just for a second. Just let it resonate for a second. You know what you want, too? You want, what? Yeah, what you want is Michigan to jump out because what Michigan does, score in the first quarter every game, right? They've done it literally almost every single game. If Michigan gets up 14 nothing, field goals are out for Iowa. Like, you've got to start going for touchdowns, so that takes that away. I like where Chip's thinking on this one. Yeah. Hey, like- a- hey, AB, can you check the line and bet MGM for what? Michigan to win and both teams to score 20 points is in this game? Uh, <laughs> it's plus 8,000. Yeah, I, I didn't have enough. I, I didn't have enough uh, uh, numbers on the graphic <laughs> software program to put that on there. All right, boys, we've got, count them, two more games. No, how many have we done? Three? One more. One more. I missed the Pac-12 championship, just like Arizona. Um, so the oh! final game. <laughs> Boy, I set myself up sweet on that one. That's next level hosting right there, EC. Try it on your podcast. Get there are levels to this game. I know, I know. I tossed it to myself. All right, the ACC championship looks like this. We got, and this is another bizarro world when you've got an undefeated team. Florida State, who last week went down early to Florida, then came roaring back. They're taking on Louisville, who's been very up and down, did not play good last week at all. So it's two and a half, 48 and a half. And this is interesting. If they win, where does the committee put them without a first-round draft pick under center? It'll be fascinating, Chip. I would love for you to hit on that. And also, where are you leaning in this game? If uh, Florida State wins, I expect they will be the number three or the number four spot. And honestly, we could see some shuffling just to sort of tweak the matchups. I know they say they don't do that, but it's always something I consider, especially going in uh, to the end of the season. Then I would expect the Seminoles, because they don't have Jordan Travis, to probably get blasted in the semifinals. But if you're 13-0 and from a power conference, you go to the playoff. Don't get mad at me. I didn't write the rules. But... For this game, love this coaching matchup because Mike Norvell for Florida State and Jeff Brom for Louisville are two of the best game planners and play callers in the entire country. They set up explosive plays. They find those mismatches when they get somebody in motion, they throw out a funky formation, and boom, it's a 60-yard touchdown. And so when I see the total this low, which I understand is probably happening because Jordan Travis isn't in the game, I come back and I tell you, I think that Florida State plays a lot of man defense and coverage, that Jeff Brom dials up a lot of good man beaters, that I definitely think Louisville is going to get into the 20s, and I definitely think Florida State is going to get into the 20s. And so when I start to game out a game that could also, like, I I haven't looked at AB's pick here, but this is where if you wanted like a second half over, or if you want to jump in for a live over, I could see this being one of those kind of games where they're feeling each other out early, and then it goes sideways late. So I like over uh, basically anything up to 49, I'll take it. Well, that's certainly how Florida State played their game last week against Florida. They stumbled through the first half and then played really well and covered, I might add, in the second half. A.B., did you hear that one sentence that Chip just said? He could hear both teams or could see both teams have scored 20 points. Would you perhaps like that bet? Chip, if you could repeat that for me really quick, just say it again. I think that early in the game, they're going to be feeling each other out. And then later in the game, it's going to go sideways. We easily get both teams up into the 20s. I love the way Chip thinks and operates because he is a smart young man. And I am very proud of what he has just done because all of us like to have fun. 
And how do we have fun? Louisville, Florida State, both teams to score 20-plus points, plus money, and we don't even have to pick a winner. That's wow. right. Now, when you talk about these bet MGM meetings, Coach is dealing with, you know, the execs and the important people as he should. I'm talking with my boy Ricky over in catering, and I said, look, we need this bet on the app. He said, dog, no problem. You keep bringing me those EC ace parlays at plus 720, I'll get it on. EC delivered. My man Ricky and catering delivered as well. Both teams scored 20 plus points, plus 100. You don't even have to pick a winner. It's literally the most fun way to watch this game. No doubt. Shout out to Ricky in the chat as well. You guys figure out who it is. All right. Now, EC, we've got bets for points, but I'd love a, a, a pick on the side if you don't mind. Would you have something like that? Well, you know, coach, I just want to point out we've gone through five games now. And you know what word I haven't said yet? Lean. Because oh, I don't have one this week. I don't have one. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't have no. Okay, We're my bad. We have an official bad. pick here. We're going with Florida State on the money line at minus 135. Listen, they only have five turnovers all season. You can give me the whole Jordan Travis, you know, thing that he's out. But who's Louisville really beaten? They beat NC State nine and three, Notre Dame nine and okay. I mean, great, but outside of that, really, is Duke anything that special? Not really. By the way, Louisville's defense the last three weeks, they give up 24. 31 and 38. It's not really as if they're getting better. I don't want Florida State to win. I, I I really don't. I would I don't think they're one of the four best teams right now. And I would like to see a team like Texas in instead of them. But just because I want it means it's probably not going to happen. Florida State 24, Louisville 20. Play the minus 135 just in case. This will certainly not be the last time that a team gets into the playoffs that didn't deserve it. We've seen it happen in years past where there's been a blowout because we know the matchup shouldn't happen, but that's just how it played out, which is why we need to go to 12, and we will starting next year. We won't have to deal with any of this moving forward. Number 13, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. All right. <clears throat> you guys can get all these plays, and you know this. These three are three of the absolute very best, but there's still some of you that come and watch the show that aren't truly a part of what we're doing, but I'm going to do you a solid right here, right now. I'm going to give you 60% off the quarterly plan. There's three different little circles. Hit that middle one. Use that promo code coach. There's a QR code right there, or you can go to sportsline.com slash join. Then after that, we're really going to gouge you. It's $10 a month. You spent that today at Starbucks as you were complaining in line about the line actually changing in whatever game you're going to bet on. See how easy that is? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So it is time for the second portion of the show, and these are our best bets. This is where the guys really get down and dirty because I told you there's five other games, 10 total on championship weekend. So, EC, I'm coming to you. 
because leave it to you to go to Detroit City, Detroit, Michigan, and the MAC championship game. Where are we going? Coach, I spent hours looking at these other games last night, and I was like, I, I, you know, I love to find multiple picks, and I just wasn't sure enough about anything except for one. And that's the Miami of Ohio Red, Fox, uh, Red Hawks. Miami of Ohio Red Hawks. Let me try to say that five times fast. Plus seven and a half against Toledo in the MAC championship game. Now, in the last, uh, or since 2005, underdogs are 12, 5, and 1 against the spread in MAC championship games. Miami of Ohio, 10 and 1 straight up and 9 and 2 against the spread in their last 11 games after they got blown out by Miami of Florida. Their only straight up loss was in week eight to Toledo when their quarterback, Brett Gabbert, got hurt. Their backup's done pretty well. Smith has been pretty good. But their defense is what has carried them. They've given up 17 or less points in six of their last eight games. Miami is second in the conference, giving up only 16.3 points a game. Toledo, not too shabby either, giving up 20.4. Now, their first matchup was 21-17 Toledo. I kind of wanted to pick the same score, but I still think it'll be very close to that. Toledo 23, Miami of Ohio 19. I kind of like this a lot because Toledo, even though they have a really good record and they kind of went through like a buzzsaw the, the last few weeks, they haven't been playing that good at all. I like this play, plus getting over a touchdown with the hook. Chip, I know you love this place too, but also you love two others. Give me your three. Yeah, love that one. I'll just add Jason Candle is not a coach that I tr trust to cover spreads, especially more than a touchdown. He has the Alabama of the Mac in terms of talent and resources, and yet the Rockets still, as you mentioned, Coach, will underperform, especially coming down the stretch in a season. Right there with you, Red Hawks plus 7.5. Chuck Martin is an absolute G. Okay, now let's go to the Mountain West where we've got Boise State and UNLV. Remember, this matchup was literally decided by computers. Beep, beep, boop, boop, pop. Okay, Boise State and UNLV get to go. Now, I look at the matchup, and Boise State, obviously, Ashton GT, their uh, running back is amazing. I might think he'd be in the transfer portal after this season, but that's another conversation for another time. I think he's trying to ball against a UNLV run defense that late in the season, especially against Air Force and San Jose State, they were a little bit leaky, gave up a lot of yards, a lot of important yards at that. Then on the other side, this Boise State defense, when it's gone up against good offenses, has not been great. I see a track meet in Allegiant Stadium. We're going over. Over 58 and a half. Now to the Sun Belt Conference, where Troy is going to be playing James. Oh, shoot. Troy's not going to get to play James Madison. Gone. <laughs> what? That's got y'all. So Troy is going up against App State, and App State's had a tremendous season. Like they were down bad early, and then to be able to come back from all those close losses, stack up a bunch of wins, a couple close wins at that, they have gotten their way to the Sun Belt Championship game, and that's where App State needs to be in contention for the conference championship in the Sun Belt year in and year out. The problem is that their run defense is a little bit of a weakness, and Troy has a running back named Kamani Vidal, who is one of just 10 players in the country to have 1,300 rushing yards or more on the season. That is a weakness that I think Troy can expose. I think that their defense, which is very good, can have enough cause enough problems for Aguilar and the App State passing game. So we'll go Troy at home, minus 6.5. I absolutely love that play. Hashtag educate and entertain. And thank you, Chip, for being a grown-up. Thank you, AB, for being a grown-up. Because as you're giving your picks out, my phone is blowing up. And who do the two people you think are texting me in the middle of a show? Well, the first one's Buckets. And he says, oh, no. hey, exactly. Hey, college football pros, we have a, you know, this is through our thread. I know Iowa's bad, but is this worth playing? And then he gives a screenshot. Can't make this up. Who's the person that texts right below him? 
Hey, I've been good in the chat today, coach. I couldn't help myself. My man Buckets. Got to help him out. A.B. loves Michigan second half, and I love Iowa second half. Now, not only is that a lie, you like Iowa to score one point. Don't tell me you like them in the second half. Yeah, I do. To score one point. point. One point. But Buckets doesn't know that. He doesn't understand that. But that was the screenshot he sent with the team totals. I'm in the middle of a show, just like the rest of us. I don't have time to look at the screenshot. That's my point. You did, and you're in the middle of a show that many people watch. Multi-talented. A.B., somebody in the chat's asking about the spread in the SMU Tulane game. And I know you're not on it, but if you could just talk about it a little bit as you give out your best bet, I would love that. Thank you, adult. Adult indeed. Look. Don't mess with the spread. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that right now. SMU has a backup quarterback who does have experience out here. Tulane playing excellent football right now. That is why I'm not going to mess with it at all. I am going to take the over 47 because these will be two teams scoring back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'll give you a little nugget here. Sportsline.com. We put this in last night, right? You're going to see the total is going to keep going up. So get it in as fast as you can. And the projection from the Sportsline simulation has this game in what? The low 60s, I believe. There's going to be a ton of points scored. So we're not even going to explain it. What I am going to do is give a shout out to the greatest college football booster of all time, Sherwood Blunt, who came from SMU. If you remember the ESPN 30 for 30, it was phenomenal. When the governor and everyone else said, buddy, you got to stop paying players. He looked right up at him with no hesitation and said, we got a payroll to meet, buddy. <laughs> he let him know. I've been paying people for a while. He's the greatest of all time. Sherwood Blunt, shout out to you. But again, as his money spent, points will be spent as well. Over 47, take it. It's going to be an awesome game. This might be the most fun game of the weekend. It might be. It might what do you got, EC? I just want to say I used to I used to work with a player on one of those SMU teams, and he told me, A.B., that, they, that some players took a pay cut when they went to the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to remember yeah, yeah. The, the, the league minimum back then was like 80 grand, 60 grand, so you can oh, see yeah. how that, that could happen. All right. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your best bets. Now, come Sunday, there's going to be some happy teams. There's going to be some unhappy teams. But I want to know ahead of time, who is going to be the four? Who's going to be the four that this weekend rise to the occasion when the red light is on, shows up? So I have tasked my three guys with picking the four, four undefeateds, four with one loss. It's chaos right now. So, EC, let me come to you first because as AB graphically dazzles us, I want to know who you believe will be the four teams on Sunday celebrating. Well, the, the committee says they want the four best teams. You're not getting that. Uh, give me Georgia. Give me Michigan. I think Florida State wins, even though we don't want that to happen. And they will be ahead of Oregon. And then we'll get Oregon. So we'll have Georgia, Oregon in the uh, Sugar Bowl. And we'll have Michigan, Florida State in the Rose Bowl. Nobody wants to see Florida State. What I would like to see, Coach, Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, and Texas. Georgia, think- Texas. Michigan, Oregon. That's what I want to see. Do you think the Florida State game, if it's closed, that could bounce them out? You, I agree with 100% of with what Chip said earlier in the show. You cannot leave out an undefeated Power 5 team. You just can't. 
I don't care who's playing quarter. I don't care if you were, I was playing quarterback. You got to put him in based on the body of work. Okay. Very good. And by the way, can we please write in the chat? Well done, AB. That is next level kind of stuff. We do this remotely. The man does this remotely, and that is better than something you're going to see on TV. That's how good that is. AB, well done. Now, I'm coming to you next. So, we'll have your best bets on the left. What are the four teams celebrating come Sunday, according to you? We are going to take a look here at exactly what we think is going to happen. And EC just alluded to it. And I believe it is going to be Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, and Texas. Now, the X factor in all of this is Texas jumping Ohio State. Because when you look through one through eight in the college football playoff, Ohio State's the only team not playing this weekend. So if you see Texas look great, if you see Florida State lose to Louisville, which I think could happen, and if you see Michigan take care of business, because that's kind of really the only way that Ohio State gets in is if Iowa beats Michigan, right? Michigan's no. under. Michigan's no, no, I was going to say, yeah. You think Michigan's in regardless? Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. No, no, I'm just not willing to entertain Michigan losing this game. Look, oh, I'm not either. <laughs> I have run every single simulation. I have detailed the chipolytics. I have done by hand what every single possible combination of outcomes will be. And the one that I refuse to acknowledge is Michigan losing to Iowa. It just ain't going to happen. Can you Look at these playoff predictions. Look at Chip. Look at me. Not anything changed on that screen. I completely agree with you, Chip. Absolutely. Yeah, Talk I've got – Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, and Texas. You know, this is a scenario where I think that Louisville might be able to catch Florida State. Florida State's just playing with so much weight. You know, who's coming in loose and who's coming in with all the pressure? The cards have absolutely nothing to lose. We can see from the spread, it's a coin flip. I think Texas is playing great ball right now. And I think that the only way Ohio State gets in is Georgia over Alabama, Louisville over Florida State, Oklahoma State over Texas. The Buckeyes got to get the Longhorns out of the paint a conference championship a 12th win those things are not there for ohio state you know what texas can slap down on the table a win against alabama in bryant denny stadium it's one of the best wins in the entire country so i've got texas in the four spot i encourage you to download the cbs sports app there are little tabs up there in the left hand side there's a little thing called cbs sports hq and you see my entire crew all weekend long all over hq that's where you get your knowledge. This is a very difficult business. And these games, the numbers are very, very efficient. You got to listen to my experts. You got to listen to my experts. Do not forget, we are here every single weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Then tomorrow night, if you're watching us live on Thursday night, we have primetime early edge at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time as we count down to the Seahawks and to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, next week, we will not have a college show right here. In two weeks, we will. We'll have a full bowl special for you, and I promise you, EC is going to cook up something for you. I can already smell it. Eight, Barlays. nine, ten teams, EC, perhaps. Let's not get greedy. <laughs> for those of you who tuned in live, thank you for taking the time on a Wednesday afternoon when you're at work, when you're driving around. We cannot tell you enough how much we appreciate it. And a reminder, starting in February, I'm going to tell you every single day, We'll have two shows a day. Can't wait for that. But in the meantime, understand this. There's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know. 
what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these championship game tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire group, level EC, my five-tool player, AB, and, of course, my main man, Chip Patterson. I am simply the coach trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here at the Early X. Good luck.